Guess what, guys? The state budget is finally done. And a trio of counties are teaming up to open a regional emergency center to help people dealing with a mental health crisis. Welcome to the Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. Good morning. It is Thursday, December 14th, and this is being recorded at 9.15 a.m. A reminder that support for the Morning Agenda comes from the City of Lancaster, helping create a magical holiday season in the city by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for friends and family. More details can be found at visitlancastercity.com. So, as you might know, I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories together. So let's get started with a visit to the state capitol. Pennsylvania finally has a complete state budget. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports lawmakers delivered a package of bills to Governor Josh Shapiro late last night that completes the budget nearly six months after it was due. One bill that passed both chambers would give $150 million to tax credit programs dealing with education. That would allow businesses to claim a credit after donating to local scholarships or innovative education programs. Some Democrats, such as Senator Lindsey Williams of Allegheny, voted no, with Williams saying it takes money away from public schools. Funding for several programs, including whole home repair, was not authorized. At a late-night news conference, Shapiro said he was pleased the impasse was over and the government was delivering. We're going beyond what the budget that I signed this past summer calls for in delivering even more for families and improving our criminal justice system. The governor signed the bills at around 11 p.m. You might remember the budget was due back on June 30th. Now, a couple of other notes from yesterday's session. The House has rejected legislation to send $33 million to the University of Pennsylvania's veterinary school. The move comes in the wake of the resignation of the school's president amid criticism it has tolerated anti-Semitism on campus. The proposal failed after the House Republican floor leader said the university must make it clear it opposes anti-Semitism. Penn's president, Liz McGill, resigned Saturday amid pressure from donors and criticism over testimony at a congressional hearing last week, where she was unable to say that calls on campus for the genocide of Jews would violate the school's conduct policy. The funding is an annual appropriation that normally draws strong bipartisan support. And Taylor Swift is adding one more accolade to her list of accomplishments this year, as if being named Times Person of the Year wasn't enough. It's a resolution recognizing 2023 as the Taylor Swift era in her home state of Pennsylvania. The resolution passed the state house. Lawmakers approved it on Swift's 34th birthday. She grew up in West Reading and has nods to the Commonwealth in some songs. She left Berks County as a teenager to move to Nashville to pursue a country music career. And the resolution recognizes her musical, cultural and economic power. And a Mifflin County educator will travel the state to meet other educators after being named Pennsylvania's 2024 Teacher of the Year. You may remember we told you about this story a couple of days ago, but Sydney Roach with our friends at WPSU and State College had a chance to chat with her on why she's being recognized. Ashley Carlson teaches English, AP language, and journalism at Mifflin County High School in Lewistown. The Pennsylvania Department of Education says Carlson is a leader and role model in her district. The department also says she invested a large amount of her own money to help build classroom libraries with diverse young adult books. 
Crossan says winning the 2024 Pennsylvania Teacher of the Year is a win for the community she grew up in. I came back because I wanted to teach in the community that raised me. And I think we have incredible teachers and we have incredible students. I wanted an opportunity to showcase all of us for the state. Khalid Mumin is Pennsylvania's Secretary of Education. He says the state is working to improve teacher recruitment and retention. This is that opportunity to say, hey, we have to put more passion and purpose into really going down into the younger grades to really inspire young people to jump into this incredible profession. Mameen notes the competition highlights the need for more state resources in public schools. While the Supreme Court is taking up a case involving a former Lebanon County police officer that could impact charges and convictions of 33 Pennsylvanians tied to the January 6th U.S. Capitol attack, the issue is whether a charge of obstruction of an official proceeding was applied correctly. Joseph Fisher was fired from the North Cornwall Township Police Force in 2021 after refusing to take part in an investigation into his actions on January 6th. The nation's highest court will now review an appellate ruling that revived a conviction against Fisher and two other defendants accused of obstruction of an official proceeding. The dispute is whether the charge can apply to a disruption of an in-person proceeding or, as it's traditionally used, for destruction or alteration of documents to obstruct an official proceeding. The charge refers to the disruption of Congress's certification of Joe Biden's 2020 presidential election victory over former President Donald Trump in an attempt to keep the former president in power. Fisher is facing a seven-count indictment, which includes the obstruction charge. Now, among the at least 93 Pennsylvanians charged in the Capitol attack, 33 have been convicted of or face the obstruction charge, along with multiple other charges. They include the high-profile cases of Pauline Bauer, who told fellow rioters to hang Nancy Pelosi, and Riley June Williams of Harrisburg, who was seen on video from Capitol Police directing rioters up a staircase that led to Pelosi's office. So I got in the office this morning and warmed up a little bit because let's face it, it was like in the upper 20s. But once I warmed up a little bit, I started looking at about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania that I check each morning, looking for a few stories to put on your radar because they cover issues that may impact you and your community in the future. So here's what you need to know. Cumberland, Dauphin, and Perry counties are joining forces to open a regional emergency behavioral health crisis walk-in center. PennLive reports the facility is expected to open in Harrisburg in about a year with a goal of stabilizing people in mental health crisis while connecting them to the appropriate professionals and treatment. The $17.5 million center will be open year-round, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Cumberland County Commissioner Gary Eichelberger says the operation will fill a need. He notes about 49% of his county's prison population is dealing with a mental illness. It will be run by Arizona-based Connections Health Solutions, which runs several similar centers around the country. The company says it has a history of turning no one away, stabilizing most people within 24 hours, and providing or connecting them to longer-term treatment that results in very few ending up in jail or needing hospitalization. And food banks across the region are dealing with a high demand this holiday season. The York Daily Record reports the York County Food Bank has seen a 40% increase in the need for food over the same time period a year ago. The organization, which works with 80-plus agencies, is also dealing with a decrease in donations. 
One of its affiliates is New Hope Ministries, which operates nine food pantries in York, Adams, and Cumberland counties. CEO Eric Saunders says demand for services has increased by 30% a quarter over the past two years. I'll remind you that The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcasts and on WITF's YouTube channel. Let me know now, what is the one song you were thinking about today? What's the best song you have heard so far today? Reach out to me on Twitter. Let me know about it. I'm at TLambert895, and that is also how you can find me on Blue Sky. And be sure to check out our Spotify playlist. It is called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, December 2023. You can give that a like as well. And you can also listen to my song of the day for today. It is Pearl Jam's Given to Fly off the Yield album. Support for The Morning Agenda comes from the City of Lancaster, helping create a magical holiday season in the city by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for friends and family. Find out details at visitlancastercity.com. That is going to do it for The Morning Agenda. It's a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is always appreciated. Be well, enjoy the rest of the day, and we will talk again tomorrow.